Roto version 4. March 2008. Keeping you up to date on things two years old. Here is the interview with Red vs. Blue from Dragon Con 2006. Hi, I'm Dexter Griff from the popular web series Red vs. Blue, and I'm an outcast. Not like Dre and Big Boy, the cool kind of outcast, but more like nobody likes me and I sit in my basement all night long. Outcast. Your heroes return after a long battle. They have abandoned their chaste ways, and so Roto is no longer safe for work. Expect adult content and material. Let's face it. Some jokes don't work unless you use the word fuck. It's a scientific fact. Rich Secret, I am uh, here at DragonCon 2006, and I have the great honor of being with the two of the Rooster Teeth crew. Go ahead and introduce yourself, the character you play, and all of the many other things that you no doubt do for the show. My name is Jeff Ramsey, I play the character Griff, and I also am the dude that, uh, I guess, puppeteers the characters. And I'm Matt Holm, and I play Sarge. Hello, I am Jeff Ramsey, and I play Douchebag. <laughs> that was the that was the worst triumph impression I've ever heard. I thought it was a little closer to Wilford Brimley personally. <laughs> I thought it was a good impression for me to boom on. Yeah, saw some, saw some Quaker Oats with uh, Wilford. Yeah. <laughs> now, you were great in house. Also, you can get my diabetes medicine online at <laughs> libertymutual.com. Are those the ones that uh, give you the robot insurance? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Robots that eat your medicine. Now, I noticed that uh, you guys, you know, you have quite a bit of uh, merchandise on the table, obviously. Yes, we do. I noticed that you guys don't have panics out there. for broadcast. Oh, absolutely. Any for broadcast? Any for broadcast? Yes. You can be edited for broadcast? Absolutely. Are you going to edit for broadcast? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> I apologize, man. Write this shit down. Don't forget. Only taking out the shilling. Uh, we don't have panics merchandise. Yeah. Well, Panix was uh, a, a different kind of deal. We were actually uh, hired by the Vindy Universal to make those episodes. Uh, so they just hired us to make four, and you know we didn't. We only made four episodes, five, I guess, because we made the one for the special edition DVD for the game. So we wouldn't feel right about just putting you know ten minutes worth of video on a DVD. So yeah, we haven't come out with any merchandise for it yet. Okay, and I was wondering, uh, who approached you guys for that? Uh, was it you guys, or approaching them, or did they approach you? For Panics? Mm -hmm. They approached us, yeah. All right. And which, of course, leads to the question, all of the great content you guys did for, uh, I believe it was E3, as well as for Bungie and Halo for the uh, releases of the various games, did they approach you guys after you guys had uh, achieved some notoriety, or did, were you guys like, hey, you know, we could do this for you? Uh, Microsoft, and, well, our goal with Red vs. Blue was just to make videos for our friends, and we planned on flying so far under the radar that no one would ever notice us, which uh, lasted until episode two, and Microsoft contacted us then, and Microsoft and Bungie, and they were just, we were scared to death, I mean, I was ready to move to Mexico, uh, but uh, they were fantastic, and they uh, were really supportive, and they were just basically said, like, hey guys, we like what you're doing. Let's help you not put yourselves in jail. Let's help you do it the smart way, you know. And so they've been really supportive and, and helpful. And so anytime they ask us, we'll do 
a, a special video for them. Like, we've done videos for, for about a year. If you went to any Walmart or Target or Best Buy or wherever that sells, has like an Xbox kiosk, you could play the demo mm-hmm. of the games. We did all of their promotional videos for a year. We've done yeah! videos for like their professional developers conference, for managers conferences. We did a video for Bill Gates one time. Oh, that's right. I, we've, done, we've done, yeah. I mean, it, basically, anytime Microsoft calls us, we're like, what can we do? Please, just tell us what to do. We'll get it done. Please just don't take our hey. children. Yeah. You're back so now, fast. With, uh, with a lot of these, what kind of, do they give you certain um, boundaries that you shouldn't cross, especially because obviously you guys curse a lot, there's a lot of sexual humor, but uh, always tasteful. Well, you know, there, yes and no. Like, for instance, when we do the uh, video, when we did the videos for the kiosks, those have to be like, uh, I don't know what the rating is, TV 14 or something, whatever the ESRB teen rating is, because it's going to be shown to, you know, anybody can walk up to the kiosk and look at it. So we have to be respectful in that regard. But uh, they're really actually pretty cool and... Uh, the majority, like when we do a video for a, a manager's conference or a professional developer's conference or whatever, it's usually going to adults, and they're like, you know what, we, we want you to get this message across, but you guys do it however you want to, you know? And so they, they, they're pretty pretty cool about it. Thank you so much. You have a nice day. Now let's go into a little bit of the uh, technical aspects of it. Uh, what are some of the tricks that you've kind of discovered um, when it comes to creating some of the actions and stuff? I, I, I distinctly remember there was a time where... Um, in, I, I think it was the right when Halo 2 came out mm-hmm. that there was something about uh, I, I believe making sure that you could have a clear screen or the heads up display didn't show up that they had taken out but then put back in for you guys uh, well, I, well actually the way we started this making Red vs. Blue is we discovered that if a character lowers his gun and like points it at the ground his head snaps back up and then if you literally if you just raise and lower the gun minutely the character will look like he's bobbing his head and talking so that was one bug we discovered and that bug made it possible for us to make Red vs. Blue when Halo 2 came out they were so awesome because Bungie is really supportive of their fan community probably the most supportive uh, of any video game company out there of their of their, like, their I guess fan community and uh, so they and I think they really like the fact that people like their games so much that they'll make these fan videos and there's thousands of them we're not, we're not the only ones by any stretch of the imagination you know not even the first. definitely the best oh well thanks but there's a lot of people out there so one of the things they did was they, they made a they took that bug out but then they created this function where if you hit down on the D-pad the character will lower his gun and so then you can bob the head with the up and down uh, with the analog stick uh, the right analog stick up and down bob and that it, shit motherfucker yeah like Matt says uh, OG style and uh, hold on to announce that we are closing in 20 minutes. Oh, my God. 20 minutes. Okay. Why but, uh, you not decided what to buy? Turn quickly to the nearest exhibitor, hand them your wallets, purse, credit cards, gold press, platinum, diamonds, and they will help me get something out. 20 minutes, more friends. So the, the, the bug that we needed in Halo 1 to make the episodes was kind of, became kind of a feature of the game, which was cool, but something we discovered in Halo 2, and I have no idea if this was intentional or not, it's a pretty roundabout way to get to something, so, but if you uh, charge a plasma pistol and you don't have any other weapons, like if it's your starting weapon, you charge a plasma pistol, we discovered that if you walk up and, and pick up a skull and drop it while backing up, you drop both weapons and you lose your HUD display, so you get a, a free display with, with nothing on it. I remember that, yeah, you guys were doing that when uh, you were doing the promos for, or uh, previews for Halo 2 with some of the maps, so you guys, every time somebody would accidentally walk over a weapon, you'd pick it up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Now, obviously, uh, there were a few other tricks, such as getting uh, characters of multiple colors in the same same truck. Uh, well, we did that in episode one. We put an orange guy and a maroon guy in, both in a warthog at the same time, and that was solely an editing trick. What we did was we composited two shots, one with the character in the front going Crazy into the warthog. Crazy man post-production, yo. This guy is, is, is unbelievable. I don't even know who that is, this, by the way. That was some wacky fan. I think you messed uh, up with one of your hats. Yeah. And then... Uh, and then we had the other guy get in the back, and then we literally just layered the two, and then cut half, you know, cut it in half, and just did it in Premiere. So that's not actually in the game. That's just a little editing trick we did in the W Premiere. I know. I just wanted to ask. You guys said you had to buy the first season DVD, otherwise you wouldn't say anything about that. So, aha, <laughs> uh-huh. full view. All right, now let's talk a little bit about the internet as a medium for distribution. I know okay. you guys do not podcast these. No. You know, distribute them via the RSS feed. Uh, I would like to ask why not. Well, you know. We, we really like the fact that people come to our site to view our videos. I mean, we've created this community site similar to, I guess you could say, MySpace or Friendster or one of those, uh, with all the same and then some functionality. And we've tried to develop a real community around Red vs. Blue, our Rooster Productions. And it gets kind of diluted when X and Y and Z websites all are hosting our videos. And it also gets confused. Like, people will come up and they say, I find your website on this. Or I find your videos. I love your videos. I watch them on this. And do you have a website? We're like, of course we have a website. Our website is RiversBlue.com. They're like, oh, I had no idea. I thought you guys were affiliated with so-and-so. Oh, and it's like, no, yeah, or whatever. And like, no, we have our website. And then like, when it comes to things like, you know, tracking how many times you've been downloaded, it becomes impossible right. if everybody and their brother has your stuff listed. That being said, anybody's free to host our, our low-res videos, typically. All they got to do is ask us, and we'll usually let them do it. But, uh... But yeah, we just, I, you know, I just, I like, the, I like the idea that people will come to our website to watch our videos. And that way they find out about when we're at events. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get a lot of people that come up and they're like, oh, I had no idea you were going to be Dragon Con. And it's like, well, you know, we posted it on the main page a couple times. So. We actually have one guy that downloads them uh, at our office and then just puts them on the server. That's totally cool, man. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Save, save the download. Save the bandwidth, right? So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I know, we're just lazy. We got one guy who goes out and does it, and we're like, yeah, we'll just do what you do. Right. But, yeah, I mean, that's it's just, it's just we, we kind of like, I, I hate to sound, I don't know, greedy, but we like the, to maintain the ownership of Jesus, you're not fucking greedy, dude. I do. What's the matter with you? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, final question uh, deals with the business model. Okay. Now, you guys, um, you know, you are using machinima, the, the, the art form of machinima, using somebody else's... Uh, assets. Uh, yeah, well, assets or is it intellectual property? Is that, where, is that where the line is drawn, that you guys are able to sell what you've made? That depends solely on the video game company. Uh, so Bungie is kind of giving you guys... Well, I mean, you, it's... <laughs> have you ever heard of a non-disclosure agreement? <laughs> We've got non-disclosure agreements about our non-disclosure agreements. I mean, it's... it's Every video... I, I will say every company and every distributor is different. And uh, I would certainly not recommend trying to uh, monetize machinima. Uh, yeah. uh, or anyone's intellectual property without talking with them first. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's definitely a concern, you know. I mean, it is. I mean, Microsoft and Bungie own Halo, and if we were to not be respectful of that, I doubt that we would be here right now. Oh, fantastic. You know what, guys? I really appreciate the time taken out. Um, yeah. I'd just like to thank you for being on the show. Again, huge fan. Uh, I know we've talked about Red vs. Blue quite a bit on the show. That's one of the things that uh, I've always felt that the Internet is really for independent creativity. I believe that it is the Bohemian Rhapsody of our generation, and you guys are ones that are really on the kind of the leading edge of showing what can be done and, and distributed. And 
really be, be able to become successful at it. I, you know, I agree too. It's like, it's kind of the whole DIY uh, ethic, I guess, right? That a lot of like underground bands have, uh, have adopted. And speaking of that, I don't know if you, you saw this, but I just read on Slashout the other day that MySpace just announced that they're going to allow every unsigned band on MySpace to sell MP3s to their site and set the price. And I, I'm assuming recoup all the costs for that. So, which I think is fantastic. The only problem with that is, I believe, if you read the TOS, it says that uh, anything that's played via their player, they own the rights to. So yeah, well, I'm not sure if that's a great trade-off. You know, I don't know if, you, but YouTube has that same effect too. But I don't know if uh, I don't know if uh, NBC's gonna gonna cater to that when next time somebody posts, you know, Natalie Portman rap or whatever on YouTube. I'm just pissed off. I won't be able to make any money of my friend tasering me in the nuts. <laughs> Anyway, thank you again for being on the show. I really appreciate it. And no really, problem. Just continue the great work, man. We'll do our best. A hell, a hell of a fan base and a hell of a product. Thanks, man. Thanks. So you come home after a rough day at the office, have a drink, torrent the latest movie, make a sandwich, buy a human off eBay, listen to your favorite podcast, and not leave them any feedback. I know what you're thinking. Perfect night, right? Wrong. Go to iTunes and leave them some feedback. And that's... Something to think about. And now, a special message from the governor of the California. I'm writing a movie right now, and I was thinking that it'd be perfect because, you know, I haven't really done that many horror movies. That's horror, not horror movies. <laughs> I'm not supposed to talk about the horrors. But the movie that I'm working on right now, and I want to try to bounce it off you guys, see if maybe you think you like it. It's called Felice Never Dead. It's the very first Mexican vampire Christmas movie. I was thinking about having my good friend Christopher Walken as El Santos, who is the king of the vampires. And I was thinking for myself to play the little mariachi boy who actually goes around staking the vampires with his uh, shopping down maracas. You know, I was thinking that a great line would be, and I'm going to try to do my Christopher Walken voice for you because I've been working on the impression. You know, hey kid, what are you going to do with those maracas? And so my line as the little mariachi boy would be, I'm going to free my people from you, you bloodsucky bastard. I know that my Mexican sounds a little Italian right now. I'm still working on it. But I hope to have it ready, perhaps for the 2008 holiday season, just in case I do not get voted back in as the governor or as the great president of these great United States. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Roto, less structure, less restrictions, more comedy, more absurdity, more often. Requiem off the outcast.com. <laughs>